Welcome on board to this, the 1259 Express service to London St. Pancras International. Calling it intrigue, discourse and turpitude. The buffet is located in coach F and the quiet carriage is located in coach A with DJ Paulette and Gavin Kingsley. Do pay attention to the safety posters and please don't block the aisles with baggage, emotional or otherwise. I don't even know why I'm laughing because I nearly missed this train. <laughs> I nearly missed this train because I thought I'll drive to the train station and roadworks. And every road that I decided to drive down, which was my, you know, shortcut in the limited knowledge that I have, is my shortcut. Um, every road was blocked, no entry, no right turn, no left turn, and I have been driving around in circles for ages. Anyway, I've made the train. I'm not going to mind any more about it, but road works. I mean, basically now, yeah, cars are hard work in the city. I think that's an understatement. <laughs> and in the meanwhile, while we're on everything I said on expletives, I decided, because I hadn't had any breakfast, I decided to make a quick stop at Marks and Spencer's for a sandwich. And there is nothing that can be done. I don't know why it is. I've tried it from every single store, every single store. Marks and Spencer's, Waitrose, um, Tesco, Morrison's, you name it. No one can make a good egg mayonnaise sandwich. If I've had one of those weeks where you know when you just, no matter what you eat, no matter what you cook, nothing satisfies you. Yeah. And then it was yesterday afternoon. I hadn't actually had lunch, and then I was like, I'm gonna get a sandwich, and I went to Pret. <laughs> I've already lost the will to live. I mean, you know, I was like midway through, and I had, I had half a triangle. I was just like, this is just bland. There's nothing enjoyable about this. Like I'm literally just eating something ingredients. There's, there's, it's not even giving me like a vibe. A, a high, you know, like a, an eating high. No, nothing. Nothing. It's just this like is, it's just like you know, except food. 550 calories of nonsense. Of nothing. Yeah. See, this is the thing with this egg mayonnaise, and I, I pick egg mayonnaise specifically because we all know it's a bland sandwich. It's a cheap sandwich. It's your option for I don't want to get the five quid, six quid meal deal. But you See? say that, but I always remember in Miami, what was that restaurant called? It was on a corner. Quite famous. It's not there now. Um, quite famous not deli like everybody it's everybody went there when it was yeah. week. How I and i always remember my friend jackie we were in miami and she's like i really and actually i think we just come from i'm, I'm going back years you were playing at um, denny's no no nope. the armani party do you remember that one? Oh god the street party yeah no no, so, no it was it it was in store the no? other one. Oh, the yeah yeah armani i remember Exchange. that in store one yeah, yeah. Yes, and ja and Jackie's like, I really fancy an egg sandwich like, in Miami. And we just went to this diner place and they literally had a menu that had 50 different egg sandwiches on it. Yeah. yeah. See, 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 this is, I, I think this is why I'm so spoiled, is that it's not difficult to make it nice. All you need is salt and pepper. And, and a, a bit of chili bit of flakes. And, you know, you know it, there we go. We made a nice egg sandwich. Though. Something, but you can make a nice egg sandwich and and proper bread. 
but nowhere seems to nail it absolutely nowhere seems to nail it and I, as i was driving in in the car i just thought it just gives you that sense of being on the dole it's the dole of sandwiches it's the it, it really is like that feeling of getting something but not really enough yeah no that's how i felt yesterday with that time i was just like why am I eating this? Why am I eating it? Why did I just pay all this money for this depression? And, and, in and a you packet? know what? I, I felt like in lockdown, people kind of got over their pret addictions. Basically, yeah. No one really likes a pret sandwich. They just go there because they do. It's like a routine, isn't it? Yeah, and it's. And I think in lockdown, convenient. people realise, and it's but it's it's not healthy. It's actually, you know you might as well have a big big Mac. Yeah. For for um you know the, the calories of a, a pret sandwich. And I think after lockdown, people just kind of realised they weaned themselves off that kind of pret addiction. Mm. And now when they've gone back, they're eating this sandwich and they're like, why am I eating this? It's, you know, which I'm guessing why they're doing so bad. Because you're used to making your own sandwiches and they're tasty. Same. Anyway, made the train. You made the train. It's been a long time. It feels like it. It's been ages. What's happened? When, yeah, I mean, it feels like June, no? It can't be. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty yeah, sure it's we were talking. busy, I think. Actually, yesterday I was on a train. I went to see uh, my parents for Jewish New Year. And it's funny, actually, because when I was packing my stuff to go there, you know, this year, it was like I wanted to take them some lateral flow tests. And obviously mm-hmm. now ah. there's like a plethora of different brands. Yeah. I mean, do you have a preference? I do. Well, I had some actually this week that i actually prefer the way they set them up i can't think what the brand name is without pulling one out of the bin it's a it's kind of like a nicer design box nicer design box a bit more plastic though i have to say Not did sure it come in like a silver silver wrappers um no not silver wrappers it was a white and green metallic oh, no. wrapper no, I had that. Oh. but the 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 liquid came in in a little pot that you kind of Still push open. the push oh, the no. little nipply bit oh, no, onto the top, oh. and it actually works better. Like it's in its own support thing, so it works better for when you do. And is little. it just the nose, or is it the throat as well? Oh, nose and throat. Yeah. Because the ones I've got now, it's just nose. Oh, really? Yeah. And I, it's quite good because the NHS, <laughs> can't believe we're having this discussion. The NHS ones, do you find that half the time they've been so stingy with stingy the Stingy with the fluid. So I've got all these like half tests. It's just like, yeah. it's just like you do all the whole thing and then you're like, Ugh. there's actually, yeah. when you go to squeeze, there's nothing yeah, to there's squeeze. Nothing because it's all been soaked up into the little exactly. so anyway so i gave my parents you know and i'm just laughing i was like this is this is really like peak 2021 when present i'm taking a lateral flow test and they were so thrilled with it <laughs> well it's funny you talk about giving it to your parents because i went to see my mum and how old are your parents my dad is going to be 84 my mum is 75 right so there's no reason why my mum's 80 six this year 80 86 87 i'll have to check but she doesn't know how to do her own well nor did mine which is why i 
took them to kind of like tell but the thing is the reason why i like these ones is because it just feels rather than the nhs ones where you have to kind of like be like a, a science experiment you like pull this in yeah. this and this and this the the liquid is already in the plastic files yeah so it has like a bit of silver four you peel to silver four yeah and, and that's like these ones yeah it's uh, it's easier so i just yeah. felt like there's nothing to kind of like mix up and there's no yeah. scene just yeah. peel stick it up your nose in drip done yeah yeah see um, these so are the ones that i like they're the ones that i like they're, that's the last packet yeah. that i've had because they really don't good. have to and the the, the cotton buddies shorter which is a little bit dangerous because if you think you have to stick it down your throat you may drop it down <laughs> health and safety i can see yeah. that happening you've got to hold on tight don't stick it down your throat basically particularly with for someone your... like me with a really strong gag reflex like, um... <laughs> really challenging you <laughs> yeah yeah swallow it anyway it was quite good it was funny actually so now they know how to do it so um so they your parents can do their own lateral flow well, i mean now they know how to do it but um but it's quite good really because at least you know that we all kind of felt confident that you know we could have each other properly without yeah. you know, a hint yeah. of because this is where i was kind of a bit freaked about seeing my mum because I, I sat there and I took her some food and we, we were having a chat and then she said oh you know the other day I because I had a little dress on and she's she said oh I like that dress it's a little floaty dress it's like very cool because it was the hot day we had 27 28 degrees and then she said yeah but last night I put on a cool dress but then when I put the dress on, I felt cold. I'm like, Mum, it was 28 degrees yesterday. How can you feel cold in 28 but they degrees do. heat? And then I got freaked out, sat at the other end of the sofa and said, have you got a fever? <laughs> and just started to go like... Oh. Every time, I mean, literally, like if I, if I, if I phone and my mum clears her throat, I'm like, why are you coughing? <laughs> I'm driving them mad. Every the slightest, like, wake off in, way clearing your throat. Yeah, yeah. And it was this immediate, like, first of all, the immediate worry, freaking out, have you got, got something? Then I said, have you got any lateral flow tests? Which my mum's like, what? Do you know what, though? It is amazing how many of my friends haven't actually, haven't actually done one. They're like, why have you got those? And I'm like, would you not, have you not, like, they're not testing no but they're not i don't know they don't want to know i have no idea once again our our discussion comes around in the The big circle same as any discussion it's that no one wants to talk no one wants to kind of say the c word but within five minutes somehow it works into the conversation it's suddenly that's what we're talking well it about. has to anyway because now we're like facing are we facing another wave coming out of um you know coming out of bank holiday and gay pride and september and holidays and children are going back to school and you see you know what's happening in certain cities where um there's been like this massive wave where you know i, I think i saw a news report on northern ireland or, or somewhere in ireland where it's like two-thirds of the schools are isolated or something ridiculous like that and i shouldn't even be laughing because it's not funny at all but um i, I mean not- obviously the conversation is going to come round to that and yeah 
are we looking at, which the government is saying, no, we're not, but are we looking at the possibility of another lockdown? Or do we get a lockdown or do they bring in this vaccine passport thing, which they really want to do, which everybody is fighting against, which means that we maintain our freedoms, supposedly, but only if you are vaccinated. I think at the end of the day, you need to do whatever you need to do to keep things open, even if that kind of goes, you know, even if you kind of feel badly about about it. If, if you're given a choice between not having that and venues closing and venues staying open and having that. I'd rather venues stayed open and they exactly. had their passport, seriously. I mean, it's not, it's not, it's not an ideal situation. But, no, it's not. But... It's not. Nobody likes to force anybody to do anything, full stop. But if the choice is we don't and it's closed, <laughs> then nobody has anything. Well, that's it. It's it's all or nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't really have a kind of... I think kind of like what self-beliefs are and what actually IRL in real life... Hmm is going to happen is going to, uh, it's two different things I mean I, you know it's funny because you know kind of booking things now for next year you know shows concerts whatever and it's still kind of like is this really going to happen I know <laughs> it's still just a little bit like mm, I'm not like but what I have noticed is that anything that was happening between now and let's say February isn't has happening been now, has been shelved have you noticed that yes I've had the cancellations. Yeah, culturally, there's really not much going on now. Things have been cancelled. And also, you know, it just, it, it's, yeah, it's just not happening. October through January is quiet. Yeah. Yeah, I think people are just... People are moving things. Yeah, people are just, we just don't know. And also, if you tour, some people seem to be touring perfectly fine. I thought I was... Um smashing it in by doing three gigs in one five five gigs in two I, days <laughs> do you know what I, I don't know how you have the energy because i i'm so tired <laughs> i'm just like i go you know when i saw you that day i kind of went home and spent the rest of the rest of the day on the sofa then monday morning i'm looking at your instagram and you've been you've done like three gigs <laughs> more than three gigs it's like oh my god you haven't you literally have not stopped since i saw you do you know the, the funny thing is I think the more you do it, it's, it's kind of getting back into the rhythm and the routine of it. The thing that's making me more exhausted, it's not so much the distance and the miles of the DJ, and it's trying to fit in everything that happens in the week. So the writing and the radio and the recording and the whatever consult, because there, there's so many other different levels of things that I'm working on whether it's like recording a documentary or, or you know that there's so many other things that people can't actually see that are happening in my week and it's that it's fitting that into what is now only four days a week which would have been seven days a week and that bit's the bit that's tiring you know like um I just did this book launch for um uh, relaunch for Trevor Miller's book Trip City and it's great you know it's a really good book it was a great event and everything but it meant I had to read a book I took the booking like two weeks ago or something something and it's like been my busiest two weeks 
I have, do you know what? I, I can honestly say I don't think I've managed to read an entire book the entire pandemic. Not one. I have read books. I, just I have read books. I mean, I've read, <laughs> but I just haven't. But I haven't read as many as I want to, and I haven't met, read as many as I've bought. When I say I haven't read, I haven't finished cover to cover. No, exactly. Any books? I mean, I've read, but I mean, I haven't. You know, I haven't. You know, ploughed through. So I was absolutely proud of myself two days ago given that i'm like in process of reading this trip city and having to get it finished by thursday or wednesday in fact so that i could write the proper questions and everything for the book launch but on wednesday morning michaela cole's misfits arrived which i forgot that i'd pre-ordered and i read it two hours oh wow cover to cover it's a really good book. It's because it's the extension of her Taggart lecture. Okay. The one that she did in 2018. And she's kind of extended it a little bit and has put like an introduction and a, a, a newer conclusion on it. Yeah. Very good train read, actually. Really, really good train read. Is it, how, how long is it? Manchester to London. In pages, <laughs> in pages. <laughs> I don't know. I'd have to. I'd have to pick it up. I don't know how many pages there were. It's a, it's only a thin book and it's big print. So someone that knows how to, someone that knows how to edit. Unlike Kanye. Totally. <laughs> God, that was hard. I was wondering when we were going to get because yeah. there are two really good albums out at the moment. Like well, there's Kanye's and there's Drake's. There's another really good album. There's, there's a lot of good music out there. There's a lot of good music out Do you know what? Well, do you know what actually walks all over both of those? Which? The Little Sims album. Oh, absolutely. Excuse me. I mean, literally. Why didn't she win the Mercury Music Prize? I mean, I know Arlo Parks Was won she it, nominated? No, that wouldn't have been she nominated. She was nominated. Really? Yeah. But it's only or just... No, or was she just it'll be there? next year. Next year, no. Next year for them. It only came out last week, so it wouldn't, it wouldn't have... So we're nominated. So, yeah, so it'll be next year. And she will win it next year. Yeah, because that album is fire. Every track, you know, it's, yeah. The I mean, lyrics are wonderful. She's, a, I mean, she's a really good writer anyway. Her but, flow is... But then it's like, you know, the orchestrations are amazing. Yeah. It's funky. It's yeah. so much going on there. Agreed, agreed, and absolutely. And it actually, it actually sounds like it's one of those albums that you you can literally hear the award ceremonies. It's like yeah, it's it's like you can hear the chinking of the uh, best that you know. She's gonna just, yeah. Grammy. Um, possibly. Hmm. The thing is with with what she does is very English. I don't know, kind of how that translates to Into American. American yeah yeah because it doesn't well does it I, I don't know it's like it doesn't really does it kind of like a you know like US hip hop is completely different. it's just a different vibe isn't it yeah yeah it's Megan it's it's Megan it's Nikki it's and she doesn't really fit into that and comparing it against Donda there's some great tracks on Donda. I'm sorry, there, there are some fantastic tracks on there. I, I mean, Donda for me is still a, it's still a nine out of ten. Yeah, 
Well, it could have been shorter, but... Well, the first track just says Donda, Donda. for a minute and a half. But I quite like... You know, there's a lot of... And I think this is something that a lot of our... You know, it's Lil Mix... Lil Mix... Lil Sims... <laughs> um, does it as well. It's the, you know, albums that have loads of seeks. Yeah, segways, segways. segways. It's kind of like... They get, you know... Like, they, they get annoying after a while. Mm. Um, and almost like pad out an album. Prince did it loads. Um, and Kanye just got, you know, part one, part two, part three, part four. <laughs> of essentially the same song. Yeah. The reprise. But um, I do like, you know, once it kind of gets into that kind of the second half of the album, it's a lot more gospel-y than you've got the... Yeah, and it's much better. See, I like the tracks on the second half of the album. Yeah. Like the, begi- I, the beginning, I'm skipping. Yeah, but by the end, it just gets better and better. Then he comes to the big, um, I want to say the Kim song, the one that she came out the, you know, the one the, um, the, it's the big record of the album. I forgot what it's called. It's a, by, the, by the time he gets to that point, it's amazing. It's just Drake's album is tighter. Yeah, it, I, Somebody said to Drake, only that many tracks. Yeah, and it, I mean, I haven't listened to it, but even just flicking through, you can just tell. It's just sort of very self-indulgent. And I, I don't know, I really love Kanye. I mean, for all his for all his inconsistencies, for all his darkness, for all his troubles, for all his craziness, I do honestly think he is one of the most talented producers to come out of the late 20th century, 21st century hip hop. You know, he is a key, um, you know, he's a key player in that story. And there's no, to me, there's no question about it because he is underneath and through so many other people's stories. But isn't there someone on his team that would say, listen, Yeezy, yay. Whatever he's changed his name to. Listen, yay. Do you not think when people look at this track listing, they are having that Spotify losing the will to live scroll feeling. You know when someone's made a Spotify playlist that's really long yeah. and you're just like... Um, but I'm looking forward to his Netflix. Have you heard about this? No. So he's been his film basically his whole life. <laughs> surprise, surprise. He's always oh. had crews of him and there's like a six part documentary that he's produced that follows his whole career oh well that would be incredible yeah this it's, I really it's, want it's, to see yeah it's, it's coming this year I think see now I was very upset for missing the screening of the Aretha you're talking about um, watching a film of somebody's life and you invited me to the screening of Aretha Franklin the Jennifer Hudson thing and I couldn't couldn't, you asked me if I was tired I couldn't even get out of bed I just remember saying to you body's not responding to alarms no I mean the thing is going to a screening you know normally they're 10 o'clock I was 11 it was quite late um I couldn't but it started late it started at half 11 oh did it (laughs) yeah and yeah, you were you were right what you gone. said. You wanted to watch the film, or you wanted to see the film, not sleep in an armchair. Yeah. Um, there is no chance of anyone falling asleep in that film. It's long. I didn't look at my clock 
once except for just at the end because I might this would be a great place to end and it was like yeah it's ending um worth it it is the kind of film I don't know I haven't seen the reviews but I can't imagine getting amazing reviews but an audience will go crazy for it Jennifer Hudson it gets to the point you kind of forget you you don't feel like you're watching Jennifer Hudson Okay, is she Aretha then? She when when I've seen her in other films, like when she's in Dreamgirls or whatever, you were watching Jennifer Hudson. This you're watching Aretha. Aretha. Okay. I kind of thought that felt that Aretha's she's a I felt like she's a little bit like Aretha in the sense that she is this incredible singer, extremely talented, but just um, she can't have she doesn't have, she's never had a hit because she doesn't write her own music. She just she's she's singing songs that just aren't you know there's no she doesn't write her own music there's just no passion behind and I, I can't remember one of the big DJs and and um, I can't remember who we were talking about and like some kind of big soul singer and he's just like you know like where's the hurt where's the passion yeah where's the pain it's like you want to hear you know <laughs> you want to hear the hurt that's yeah. what makes amazing. Music. vocals in any music dance music like you want to hear and it, when it's just kind of like it's whatever art. you it doesn't it's not authentic i think any art full stop we so, we've had this discussion when we were talking about people's paintings as well we were talking about people's exhibitions and you want to see somewhere there's one well, well first of all there's a lived experience in it but then there's a pain and you there's a the passion where's the torture where's the yeah and it's always like we know when there's we have to, we have discussed this I don't know if we, is when there is an artist that suddenly gets happy she gets married or whatever <laughs> they're never good albums no but the next one the divorce album yeah. is amazing <laughs> Divor di divorce albums are always brilliant yeah yeah absolutely or, you know, that close deaths as well are normally quite a good uh absolutely right <laughs> absolutely right it's like i remember um when bjork released her album whatever it was called and it was the divorce album except no one knew it was the divorce album and she announced there's a new album and then it leaked like a day later and then they had to just pull it straight on iTunes and then so people didn't know normally she would when she has an album the story there's a story mm. you know whether it's how it was recorded or whether it's a science album or it's just there's no instruments on this album it's just you know whatever they, she didn't have a chance to kind of say what this was about and then that first track you're listening to it and at the same time you're like oh my god she's got divorced yeah and then every track got darker and darker and darker. She was going deeper into this divorce pain. pain. Um, and was her best album in a long time. It's really interesting that when, I mean, when artists are as open and as vulnerable, as publicly vulnerable as that. And sometimes you kind of feel a little bit like, should I be enjoying this this much? <laughs> Should I be saying this is a great album when they're having a breakdown? <laughs> mm. But it's a great album, you know. It's a great painting, it's a great book, you know. But thanks for your breakdown. This is a special announcement for passengers in the choir carriage. Do please keep conversation to a minimum and no mobile phone.
So actually I wanted to ask you, since you've kind of gone back to, you know, playing out. Yeah. DJing, jumping about. Yeah. Has the crowd got younger? It depends where. It depends where. I, I mean, I know, definitely, um, one that I invited you and Janie to was just a total experience. Eastern Electrics was a total experience. Yeah, I mean, first you smashed that tent. That was quite amazing. <laughs> that was pretty amazing. But I found it really funny. Um, you know, do you remember after we came out of the after you finished playing went for a walk and then suddenly mom <laughs> dad <laughs> we were like oh no. no 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 what are you doing here i mean is it are we just missing the point is mom dad something nice to say to somebody is it a mark of respect like mother like you know well it's thing, is it? I I, it's just that kind of thing of Obviously, we are older, older. you know, significantly, <laughs> I mean, and we, we, yeah, we could be their mum, the mums and dads. We looked like, I mean, bearing in mind, our style is our style. We have a certain particular style, which is not youth style. Jamie and I were not wearing multicoloured, tight-fitting, see-through, transparent jumpsuits. You would never catch me dead in that and anyway. I and I wasn't wearing a, a Nike training top for straight. No, you weren't with shredded like and 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 ankle socks. Well, crew socks actually, crew socks. I mean, I just yeah. I mean, I just found that quite. Yeah, we also look like we didn't. If we were we mum like and dad, CID. we look like cops. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we have like you plain clothes? Have you ever been to a festival and not been up for drugs? <laughs> We weren't that day. <laughs> I mean, we couldn't have stood out more. We looked like three cops just kind of trying to, I mean... <laughs> if we'd have all gone wearing high-vis, it's just... <laughs> I mean, we might as well have been wearing high-vis. We, we stood out that much, we might as well have been wearing high-vis. So funny. Ladies and gentlemen, we've reached our final destination. Before you leave the train, have a good look round, make sure you have all your luggage and your valuables and anything else you came with. This podcast was produced by the radiodepartment.com.